We're back, everybody. Minds Like Minds Podcast. I'm your host, R.L. Malpica. And I'm the co-host, Deshauna Definition. And yes, we are here to celebrate 50 episodes. 5-0, everybody. And um, yes, 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 yes. And to, to co- commemorate the podcast, Darko, calm the fuck down. <laughs> to commemorate the podcast, we got two extremely special guests in the house. Um... First and foremost, let me introduce them. Uh, Miss San Julie Delau. Hello, everyone. Hello. Top <laughs> contributor to our Minds Like Minds group. Top and, thumb thugger. Um, yes. <laughs> Top thumb thugger. Top for thumb sure. Thugger. For Top sure. For sure. Thugger. Hey, you got that title for, for a minute. Hey, I'm holding on to it. But you know what? As long as it's thumb thugging in a positive way. Yes, I'll take 100%. <laughs> it's not even being challenged. There's, you have no challenge. No. I have no, no. challenge. Right Undisputed. Now. Let's go. <laughs> Hold all the belts. For yep. sure, for sure. <laughs> also in the house, we have producer, uh, shit, fucking rapper, fucking everything. Maybe a politician one day. And got more nicknames than Apollo Creed. Eclipse from music and Death Trap Records in the house, everybody. Right on. What up, everybody? Get that mic a little closer, bro. Don't be right, shy. Yeah. Don't be shy. Yeah, I usually, I usually don't shy away from microphones. I, I know. We know you don't. <laughs> but uh, Mr. Eclipse, also known as Tim Osmond in the Minds Like Minds group, has been a top contributor as well. Uh, always been supportive of the group, so we highly appreciate it. We're just happy to have both y'all in the house. Yes, we're happy to be Hell here. Yeah. Yes, absolutely happy to be here. So I don't don't know if anybody caught on the live. If they didn't, I just want to repeat it again. Uh, 50 episodes is high five and like all the way around because that uh, that. that is extremely hard to do when you're trying to come up with content and just, you know, the research that sometimes you have to do into the topics that you're talking about. Getting those guests on, (laughs) (laughs) you know, (laughs) that can already. But 50 episodes, guys, like. You know, I don't know if anybody's ever tried to do a podcast on their own. I can't because I think too deep. (laughs) (laughs) And I will write something. I'll start it and I'll be like, no, 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 I can't talk about that because, you know, like I I write myself out of a podcast. So um, but I I understand the the long hours and, and, you know, dedication it takes to get here. So I am very happy to sit here with you guys and celebrate these 50 days of podcasting thank you so very much we appreciate that definitely yeah Yeah, because man the consistency too i mean it it hadn't even been long breaks except you know that period where you was going through a lot getting your new house yeah congratulations thank you and all that um but yeah outside of that man you were always every week consistent we could count on it that was part of it you know um because after you know it started off as such a I don't know, just something that me and him wanted to do so we could just talk like we talk offline and see where it could go. And I remember, I'm just thinking back from the beginning of this, right? Because the first episode, Deshaun wasn't even on. Mm-hmm. It was just me, and, and, and I remember something had come up. I think you had to work. Something came up, and you couldn't do the first episode. So I jumped on there, and I actually filmed it. With the green screen, no glasses on, with a backwards Cleveland Browns hat, and just started talking about, like, my awakening. Like, you know, where I realized that um, my focus needed to be in a different place, and I got into religion a lot, you know, because was, that was when I was in my angry, like, everything against Christianity time. You know what I'm saying? I think we've evolved since then. Yeah. Um, yes. 
But, you know, it, it, it felt so good to do it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, I, and I actually still have that episode on YouTube because it was the, the first one that I decided to film. Um, but, you know, when, then he jumped on and then I remember the episode. I literally remember the episode that I met you, mm-hmm. San Julie. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the, I think it was, G, it was called Jesus and something. It was oh, you something know about have, <laughs> You know I have to remember that. Oh, yeah. I was going to say. It had to have so, something to do with Jesus. So, that's right. That's like, uh, we, we read messages. Like, like she's going, she going a thousand miles a minute. Yep. But real talk. Yep. Yeah. So I noticed the... Yeah, yeah. I noticed the last name mm-hmm. um, because I know your husband. Right. And um, so I'm seeing this San Julie Delight, and you're like, you're listening and you're you're interactive. Engaged. I was engaged. Yeah. Yes. And I'm, <laughs> I remember that. Yep. And I'm literally just going through, you know, just just some myths that have gone on about the Bible. And, you mm-hmm. know, if I'm if I'm off on something, San Julie's right there to let me know that I'm off on it. <laughs> You know, it's like well, our, wait a minute. our wait, official wait a minute. fact checker. Yep. <laughs> like, hold on, all things uh, Bible related. That's for sure. If you look up this right here, you'll get your answer. Like, right, 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 right. Okay. So, um, so I'm watching that, and then there was somebody else on um, on it as well. And I think you might have known who it was. I can't remember his name, but he was on there as well. Oh, and that was my brother-in-law. Oh, okay. Yeah, that had, was, to, uh, had to be in the family. Uh, Rick, Rick, <laughs> Rob, he does beat yes, season yes, four. Beat yeah, ma- okay. And, and beat something maker. beat maker, mm-hmm. right? Okay, okay. So I remember that. And mm-hmm. I just remember from that moment on, like you were always consistently a part of it. And that meant so much because we ain't never met. Right. You know, we didn't really know each other. Right. But, you know, you you obviously found some type of substance within the podcast mm-hmm. and felt a part of it. And then I hope we were, I hope we, you know, we welcomed you with open arms. Yes. Um, so that, that, that's something that I always remember. Um, with, with you, Eclipse slash Tim slash, <laughs> you know, that trap music. <laughs> um, You've just always been a supporter from the beginning. Like even, you know, we've done work together. We did a documentary yep. together. We did yeah. a music video. Great work, too. You, you allowed me to be on one of your tracks. You know, actually a couple of your tracks. That was, yeah. and that was actually really we good. did the uh, field trip to the concert. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, did that concert, did the concert video recap. That's right. Yeah. Yes. It was some crazy motherfuckers at the concert. <laughs> Yes, yes, there, there absolutely were. That was, Ooh. that was definitely a show. That motherfuckers was like, because you know what I'm saying, like, like, like you call me, it's like, hey, you want to check out a, um, a concert, and then we're gonna check out the homies perform. I'm like, yeah, okay, where it's gonna be at? It's uh, deep down. I'm like, okay, I'm in like a motherfucker. Yeah, but we get there, and the line is like, oh shit. <laughs> Are you sure this the right spot? Yeah, like, did y'all start seeing them motherfuckers with all that juggalo shit? Yep. yep. Oh, shit. It was a juggalo show. It was a juggalo show, yep. Yeah, then the performance was, was twisted. Yep. Was um, different. <laughs> it was hip hop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it was like some really hardcore shit. Yeah, uh, almost are, a slash of, or a mix of metal mixed in okay, there. Okay, yeah. because they was getting on the mic and they was killing every motherfucker. Yeah. By that. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And it wasn't a one eight seven. These motherfuckers <laughs> killing everybody on, on the track. You know what I'm saying? Like, god damn. Yeah, man. Um, do you remember? I'll, I'll, I'll never forget this. I'll never forget this. That night, there was a group up there. 
And they started playing like some mariachi music and started throwing tacos in the crowd. What? Yeah. For, was it Taco Tuesday? Or yeah, was it for, It was. It was Cinco de Mayo. And <laughs> I, I, it was Cinco de Mayo. I don't think it was a Tuesday. Okay. Okay. No, it that makes a sense. I think it, it might have been a Thursday, but um <laughs> but yeah, one of the tea days. Um, tacos. But yeah, no, that that was during the set of Nairo the Madman. Uh, okay. he, him and uh, his squad, Funny Farm Records, they were the ones throwing tacos into the crowd. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, never, I'll never forget that. Yeah, I'll I never forget. It was a little brother up there, too, that was like, he doing a lot of screaming and yelling also. <laughs> yeah. And that was like the very first act. I yeah. think. They were almost like a band. Right. Yeah, they, yeah. But, but their energy was like crazy. It was. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You can like, feel I, it. I thought it was going to be a mosh pit up in there. I was like, oh. Yeah, I, I just I was standing like like don't don't put me on this. Yeah. Oh fuck! Hey, no, my shit hey, hey, is liable to break out in that bitch. I'm too old for this shit. No, yeah. I, I be I be telling I be telling my wife work tomorrow hey, and shit. Back up, back yeah. up. Yeah, you liable I'm, to hey, catch an elbow? Yeah, I'm too. Hey hey. I cut hair. I got. I got to go to work. Oh, that's yeah. right. And I'm in there with equipment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Trying to film, yeah. just hoping that I don't get elbowed. And I had to make it clear. Shit. I was like, "Yo, if anything happens to your equipment, I got you, bro. I already yeah. know it's what's about okay. to go down." No, nah, that was shit. that was fun, man. That was a, that was a fun night. The beginning of yeah. a, uh, that's the first time I think I met you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you. you knew Pariah. I knew Pariah. Yeah. Um, but that that was good. But you know, since then you've just been a. a just an amazing supporter. Always sharing the podcast. Always yes. digging it up and whatnot. And hey, you man. Know, we appreciate that 100%. We, we appreciate you, bro. Everything yes. that you do for us, man. It's oh, yeah. Most talking, you know, support upon and, support. And you were on it. You, you, helped host, you helped me host one of the yeah. shows. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I remember I that one. Yeah. You and Pariah. Yeah. When Pariah yeah. decided to pee. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. That, that was fucking the, Hey, that was when you were going through your video growing ever. pains. We had to, we, <laughs> it, was, oh it wasn't even goodness. Zoom. Zoom wasn't even big back then. Nah, right. that, yeah. yeah, that was pre-COVID. Pre yeah, yeah. pre-COVID. That was, was the like, best show. I think that show should get an award. Yeah. You almost got shut down by the FCC. <laughs> like, if anybody was yeah. listening, everybody was in trouble. It was all going down. Oh, my God. That was so Funny. That was uh, hilarious. That was episode with urination, in right? It. <laughs> like he had a. He that was had, one of the tags. And he was still talking urination. like it wasn't nothing. Like it wasn't nothing. <laughs> I was like, "Well, taking care of a jellyfish." Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great episode. Missed on my leg. <laughs> Stepped on the skunk. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah, so so just good times, but we want to, you know, um, like I said, we're celebrating here. Darko, give give them give them their their uh, their champagne. Hey. Oh snaps! You know what I'm saying? Oh, I was wondering. <laughs> you know? I was wondering where that came from. I was like, San Julie must have brought that. San Julie gets the, she gets the prosecco because she specially requested that. Okay. And then uh, that's for just a little token of Thank appreciation you. for you guys. We wish we could pop it in here, but I know. You know yeah. I, gotta dry. I don't want to break one of your lights, like <laughs> yeah, popping exactly. the cork off or exactly. blow out one of the mics. But uh, we are going to be doing a tasting soon. So mm. we'll be able to celebrate for, for real. I will be there yeah, with I my full stomach in yes. Right. <laughs> Right, right. Hell, the smell might empty my stomach. I'll just yeah, be ready. Right. Yes. We're getting, ready. We're getting all the um, um, intricate details together for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because when we do it, you know, we want it to be on point, of course. Right, of you know course. what I'm saying? And um, we want it to be 
a big thing. Mm -hmm. How how are y'all looking to do? Are y'all looking at like an open space with renting grills or a truck or what? What are y'all trying to do? Probably more so like of an open space, really. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. If we get cool. like a pavilion yeah. type atmosphere, if maybe if we could get an like event center. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Community with the kitchen. Center. Anybody yeah, out there yeah. who wants to sponsor the, the uh, chef definition tasting? Rec center. I'll add us. Right on. Hey, I we can talk offline about this, but I might know a spot. There we go. So See? networking, everybody. Okay. And that, you know, that's another big thing about the group is um, I think we have helped people grow together and also network together. Um, there's just been a lot of stories about that and, and, and everyone within the group and it be, feeling like they can open up and, and be a part of something, uh, which was always one of our main goals as well. So yeah. uh, really quick. So uh, a couple of days ago, I listened to Jordan Peterson a lot. Jordan Peterson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the Peterson. reason why is because, you know, I, I love the study of human behavior. Like, if I could study it for the rest of my life <laughs> and not have to, you know, like, work for anybody but just study it, like, right, I could. Right, you know, right. I could just sit there and study all day. Um, but Jordan Peterson brought up a really great point about podcasts, and he was also talking about just how regular media is now starting to fail. People are really starting to see how it's failing the citizens, right? Right. Journalists Finally. are not really going out there and getting the details of the information and then sharing it with the citizens so they can decide, you know, um, how they want to think about it. They're telling them how to think. Right. They're telling them when to get mad, when Push to get angry, when to, when to yes. cry, when, you know, Medium when to go and blow stuff up yeah, and burn oh, yeah. stuff up. So they are heavily manipulating. And he was saying everybody under 30 is no longer watching the news. So it's <laughs> the news is about to... Be you gone. Know. Yeah, it's about to be gone. Hey, I think so, it's time. Hey, where's the Reddit warriors? It sounds like it's time to short CNN stock, short Fox stock, <laughs> short well, everybody that owns that I'm shit not, stock. I'm not a person who, I don't support anyone who <clears throat> goes out and tries to vengefully hurt anybody. Right. You know, like if somebody's doing something wrong, I got it. But I'm not about vengeance. Their day will come. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, it, like we said, karma. Whether you believe it in it or not, yeah. it's coming. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like, you you need us anyway to watch yeah. your TV screens. If you're 90 years old and you watch CNN, they you know they might still have some people watching. Right. But oh, everybody under 80, got an <laughs> they, they still got an audience. Okay, yeah, but everybody audience. under a certain age is not watching, so they're going to lose a lot. They're, it's gonna it's gonna. Do it again. I, I mean, to be honest, it's almost—it's so watered down. It's like those uh, satirical news sites. Almost, oh, they yeah. just are just pushing shit. Like, I feel like I'm getting the news from the Onion, and it's like, okay, that's not satire, though. Right? You're right, trying to right. tell me that's what the fuck is going yeah. on. So, so it's it's starting to get like that um, WWF kind of feel to it. Yeah, yeah. Like it's I'm all kinda, completely listen, staged. Let yeah. me tell you something. I was an amazing fan. Okay, I bought stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hulk Hogan, I wasn't even a white male with long blonde hair, and I was going to be Hulk Hogan. Yeah, you understand yeah, me? Yeah, this yeah. is before the women's wrestling was. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. come on. Now, I'm just so mad. Like, I watched wrestling all the way up into my 20s. Like, I knew it wasn't real, but it was entertaining. Yeah, it was a show. I loved yeah, it. It was a show. But now, man, I'm like, man. Even my kids are like, like give up like it's over (laughs) to be honest ever since they stopped like they went from wwf to wwe and then shortly thereafter exactly they did the the smackdown and the monday night raw draft yeah they were like oh yeah that's when they were splitting it and saying certain wrestlers will be on raw certain wrestlers will be on smackdown they had their own like belt shit and i was like 
Nah, I'm good. <laughs> like that's when I stopped watching. I was like, "This yeah. is whack." It's whack. Like, yeah. I think I think Steve Austin and um, The Rock, all those people. That was it. That was the last that was. generation of yeah. great. You so, know, so you, you like John Cena. <laughs> no, John, we went to go see John Cena. I bought a headband, <laughs> um, armband. I was out there looking like a whole fool for my son. Hey, I don't care. Up, my son was happy. He yeah, he's yeah, got no to see. Doubt, he no got doubt, to see. Yeah. We had good seats in right, Madison yeah. Square Garden. Oh, like okay. I was not playing. I was like, if you gonna be real with this, yeah. you gonna be real with this. That's it. Did you jam, did you jam oh, yeah. his album on the way? No, I ain't on that. Line. <laughs> I like John Cena, man. Yeah, John I like John Cena. He's cool, he's cool, but like after all those guys, that's it. Oh yeah, I yeah. like Rock too. Oh, oh rock. the Rock, the for sure. I mean, the, the yeah. Rock, what he's done is just yeah, the eyebrow. Like everything. yeah, but it's it's the real Rock, not corporate Rock. Right, if you remember yeah. from back in the day, the Jabroni yeah. Rock. Right, <laughs> the the people was it the people's elbow? Yeah, people's elbow. Yeah. 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 But then he was like John switch Cena it when it. he went on Vince McMahon's side and he did the the corporate elbow. Oh, oh. On the other side. Yeah, I said not corporate Rock. Corporate Rock was not cool. Nah, he wasn't cool. Say what you want about wrestling, they could put on a live show. They can like nobody else. I'm telling. They come to entertain, yes. okay? Yeah. And, like, if you want to be entertained and you're – if you're the type of person who can be entertained – because, you know, some people don't can't even watch movies. Yeah. They're like, how do you sit there and watch fake stuff all day? You know, yeah, like, right. this stuff ain't real. It's like, it's a movie, yeah, you know? Right. I know it's not, you know, but it's, it's you know, it's it's epic, you know? Yeah, <laughs> but, sure, like, some people can't even do that. But if you are – if you can go and watch, you know, Justin Timberlake in Madison Square Garden, you can go watch a WWE. All day. All day. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing it back to The Rock. Talking about some like potential real shit. Like, have y'all yeah. seen Young Rock? Anybody? No, the show? Is it, is it good? The show? Oh, the show. Yeah, we no, watch this all the time. So it you, has, it's really it. good. Okay. Yeah. So I have a, a theory on this, right? Okay. So okay. the we premise, like the plot of the show, right? <laughs> exactly. The plot of the show is The Rock is running for president in the United States. Right. And along the campaign trail, he's explaining like his life. What I think it is in all honesty, is he may actually run for president of the United States, and right. he's controlling the narrative about his dirt. Oh, so he's getting it out of the way. Okay. He's airing it out yeah, so that when it comes out... Now, that's the minds like mine. Yeah, for When it comes out in the media, right, he, yeah. people are he's like, like oh, I, already, I remember when, when he told that yeah, story he's on like, the show. Yeah, the he was talking about it that. wasn't as bad wow. as they're saying wow. it was. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because he's air, he is airing out some stuff. Yeah, uh, I, I'll be honest with it you. It is a good like, show. If, really? if you are yeah. a fan of the Rock, yeah. you should watch it. I think I'm well written. Mm-hmm. It is. I, I I think it is. Well, it better uh, be for all the damn yeah. money he makes. Right. I know that's. You better have shit. the best fucking and a, and the power. Hey, I mean, he, he is has. the number one right? superstar in Hollywood. That's what I'm right saying. Now, right? He what 30, 25, 30 million a movie now. Yeah. yeah. And he's got he's power. Not, yeah, he does. Okay, it ain't just about his checks. It's about how he be like, no, no, no. See, that's because they'll whip anybody's ass. Oh, you ain't gonna pay me twenty five million. Yeah, no okay. problem. I got well, you. I think the whole situation with WB and how he was trying to come out with his thing and WB was trying to hold him back. And, then, oh, you know, right. y'all need to go look that up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know about all that. Go look that up. And he, he, yo, he checked them. Like, really? no, 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 no seat. <laughs> yeah, that dude, he's he's he alpha for sure. He is. Oh yeah, and he's yeah. a great guy. Like he, he watches his, well, at least his images, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I, but he seems like genuine. Yeah. Right. So yeah, right. like, if you watch his Instagram stories, like you know how Will Smith does all those motivational shit. Yeah. I catch the rock. He's doing the same type of shit. He's yeah. talking about you know fighting through, getting through your day, and yeah. this and that, and. 
And, and, Some minds like mine shit too. Yeah, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch yeah. him when he yeah. going. Him and uh, Kevin Hart are going at it because oh, yeah. oh, they are, are so funny. <laughs> they are. They are. Funny. It's hilarious. Funny. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin Hart. He's, he's Kevin taking, Hart said he's that he didn't even have a real level. forehead. He could just pull his forehead. Right. Off. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. That's a real. That's like a real deep friendship. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Is. For sure. Very, very funny. But, For um, sure. <laughs> it's the oh my gosh, they're so hilarious. But but real quick, yeah. Back to what Jordan Peter was saying, real quick. He was just saying that you know m- when you think about it, most people when they have conversations in the street, like this is how we talk in the street, right? right, right this right. is how if you have a barbecue and people come barbershop, over to your house, yeah. yeah, the barbershop and all those places. Well. Barbershop, I got, I got something separate for that. But okay. <laughs> remember, I'm, oh. remember, I'm a female. <laughs> I got something separate for the barbershop. But uh, you know, this is how you normally have conversation, right? Like right. you know, something to come up on the news. Oh man, did you hear about that? You know how old people. Are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, did you hear about that boy about that the street? And you be like, yeah, that, you know. And then mm-hmm. they they start talking about it, but it don't get heated. You know, they don't get crazy with it. They don't they don't try to. You know, kill each other because they having a conversation. Most people in the United States of America have regular, deep, critical thought thinking <laughs> conversations right. when they're talking about something, right? Yeah. Um, so the issue is when you get on social media, and then you know, like uh, a lot of the times, you guys would talk. And then I'm over here trying to answer something. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was scroll past and it was like 20 minutes later you made that comment and you're like, I don't know what you're talking about, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I got that a lot too. Julie yeah. again. I don't know what but, else you're talking but about. But I'm over here writing books like, you yeah. know, hello. Like, I cannot keep it short. Damn, you know? <laughs> But, uh, hey, she just did it here live on the podcast. Leave it to Sanjali to bring us back to what we were originally talking right, about. Mm-hmm. Right, she, right, right. she is the she one is, that keeps yeah. us in yeah, check. I don't play. I don't play. Right. Right. Sure, right. We're we, we going sure. to make sure that I, that yeah. the people that are listening that will be like, wait a minute, I wanted to hear what, I want because I do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to hear what the rest of them were saying. Yeah. But, yeah. Coming back full yeah. circle. Yeah, most yeah, people have sure. these type of conversations. So I think what really got me interested in your podcast is that you guys were, you had the courage to have a conversation. Regardless of whether I disagreed or not, it right. was the fact that you had the courage to say, this is what I think. Yep. A lot of people are afraid to do that. And a yes. lot of people are afraid to go on, you know, in a, in a public discourse right. and talk about their true beliefs, uh, feelings and values. You know what I'm saying? I think that it's, it's, in, you know, an incredible uh, something with inside of yourself where you just you pass that mark and you say, you know what, it is what it is. If people agree, they agree. If they don't, they don't. But at the end of the day, I have the courage to go and have this conversation. Yes. I have the courage to go and put this information out there, regardless of what people think. But I'm, I also have the courage to listen to others and hear that critical process of really thinking through complex. These are complex yes situations you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so if anybody gets on a podcast and has the courage to do that why not give them the time of day why not thumb thug for (laughs) seven seven paragraphs of why i believe that you know what i'm saying so so uh not to be long-winded but also for anyone who has ever had (laughs) a, a um a, a thumb thugging workout with me. Listen, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now because I know it's hard to understand people's character, who they are, where they came from, right. and their motivation and intent, right? 
I am not here to tell anybody that I am right. Because <laughs> half the time I am y'all not. Hear, y'all heard it here. I first. am yeah. not here to tell anybody. I am not right about everything. I'm right. really not. It's a discussion. I'm, I mean, I'm down for the discussion. Yeah. And I want everybody to understand that, that I'm down for the discussion. I'm down for you and me helping each other get through this complex inf- you know, information and get to a goal to where both of us can either say, well, I'm really solid about this, right. but maybe I have more questions about that. And then go do the research based off of the conversation that we had because somebody challenged, somebody had the courage to challenge your own thoughts, you know, about a situation, you know what I'm saying? So, so I hope that, you know, a lot of people understand where I come from and that I come from all positivity, you know what I'm saying? Like there, there is, there is negative, but I understand how to control that negative, you know, (laughs) I'm in um, control of that. (laughs) I I think like one thing, one one thing that I learned personally, um, coming from the podcast Mm -hmm. and the group Mm -hmm. is, is the like the true definition of 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 open mind yeah. you know what i'm saying to be able to receive um different ideologies mm-hmm. process it and and speak on it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like whatever my belief system is mm-hmm. but to hear other belief systems and and be like okay yeah 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 and you know what I'm saying, and it went from like, you know what, well, fuck that shit. Uh, yeah, because y'all, y'all pick was, up a motherfucking book, do your own motherfucking <laughs> right. research. I already did my fucking research. I right, know right. what the fuck I'm talking to, about. Yeah. You know, to like, you know what? Okay, we can talk about that. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Share your opinion, and um, if I agree with it, I agree with it. If I don't, mm-hmm. it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody's entitled yeah. to their be- their belief system and, and and their opinion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. No, no I, I, I totally agree because it comes down to basically opening open mind, right? Being willing to try to think about it from another person's perspective and understand their perspective. So the second you go from listening to refute what they say with your own perspective and you go to listening to people to say, I'm going to really try to understand. Because once I develop an understanding, maybe I'll be able to see their point of view. I may not change mine. I may change mine. That seed may be planted. I may go do more research. Uh, uh, the second you just stop listening to try to yeah. respond to somebody, right? Because right. people just listen to respond; they yeah, don't listen yeah, to understand. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. That's that, true. That, that kind of goes to oh, to a lot of yeah. to one of the themes of kind of what we push is that to love yourself. Because if you're comfortable in your own shoes, you can accept right. another perspective. You Absolutely. can accept another idea. Yes. But when you're not comfortable in your own shoes, it that's when the ego takes over, and yeah. all of a sudden it's, it becomes who's right and who's wrong. Yeah, and it's, it's not a growing. And it's almost like, but well, yeah. wait, I'm trying to emulate or mirror the person that I want to be because I'm so uncomfortable with myself that I can't, I can't handle somebody else being comfortable with their own beliefs and and what they're doing. And I'm trying to emulate over here. I'm not happy with myself. I'm trying to be Uh this person instead of be myself. So I can't handle you not wanting to be the same person I want to be. Right. 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 You know what I mean? Like I try to emulate this. Why aren't you trying to emulate what I'm trying to emulate? I don't understand. Well, hashtag no echo chambers. (laughs) (laughs) Individuality. We don't want no echo chambers. We we want to be able, because you know what? It's the, the, it's starting to narrow the, the conversation between not just within the black community, but within the Spanish to black community. Right now we have the Asian to black community, you know, on hashtags right now. Right. And it's like the black community is like, wait, we didn't always, you know, we always live with each other. Like, where do you think we go get, a, you know, we go get, 
our Chinese move from? You know, <laughs> where do we go get our nails done? Like we've been having these relationships with Asian right, people. Right. So store. yeah, now you want to put the hashtag out. The liquor store, yeah. I mean, but, you let's know, keep it real. Right? I mean, but hey, you know what I'm saying? Dry cleaners. Dry yeah. cleaners. Hey. Everything. We've already had these relationships right. for years. Chicago has a whole Chinatown. New York has a whole mm-hmm. Chinatown. And don't think that people are not San going Francisco in there. does too, I think. Yeah. Going in there and shopping. Many major cities. Yeah, do. that yeah, have Chinatown. Sure. So, Richardson kind of like Chinatown. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very, very right. It's oh, a lot of Korean barbecue oh, out there. Oh, okay, like, and um, yeah. and um, Trinity Mills. Yeah, yeah. At, at that shit. Yeah. It's funny oh, you yeah. say that. They're 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 kind of segmented here because there's one yeah. off of like Royal and Harry Hines too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got the Korean barbecue house and then all those plazas. They got yeah. fuzz yeah. spots. Yeah. They yeah. got yeah. the bazaars that the, aren't bazaars. They have the what spots? The pho. The pho. Okay, pho. The F- a pho. P-H-O. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought he said the fun spots. <laughs> <laughs> well, they probably got those, they too. Got the I was just like, hey, 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 that's, that's, uh, that's Can we elaborate on the motherfucking fun spots? <laughs> Why? Are you trying to get That's a legend. Nope, I'm not. That's <laughs> a legend. No evidence. Nope. A legend. I was just curious about what the fuck oh, the no. fun spots are. No, no. <laughs> Y'all know say? Y'all know say? No, but, um, but, but, but we stopped talking, even within our own community. And the funny part about it is, like, I don't really, I don't really know a lot of communities anymore that are just all black. There's very few yeah. in America, you know, because of all the gentrification that's happening. You know, New York didn't change so much. It, it has. has really changed so much just in the last like ten years. It's changed so much. So they say Brooklyn look like a oh my god, like yeah, now. Brooklyn is crazy <laughs> and expensive. <clears throat> but yeah, a lot of things are changing. So now it's like, well, we have these very few black comedi- uh, communities left over that are high crime, high poverty, high, you know, high everything. Right. And then we have all these other communities where we live amongst, you know, Spanish and other cultures. So now, you know, it's like we have to talk even more because now the question is, well, how do I help my black community if I don't live in it? That's a great question. You know what I'm saying? That is. How do do I go back to Chicago and help the South Side? Or, you know, how do I do that? You got to balance that out. Yeah, how do you do that when you're living among, I I mean, like you said, the parts of Dallas have, your whole neighborhood could be filled with everybody from ever wicker wow. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. But then we're talking about community. And it's like, but my community is not, you know, not like that. My community (laughs) is um, multicultural. Right. That's right. where it's going to have to gravitate to. Right. Yeah. And so and then so so here here's the question now where does the <clears throat> where does the the black community go from here? Even the the Spanish community as well, you know, Asian community now that you know they're kind of mm-hmm. in the news right now. Is where where do we go from here when the community is so mixed, you know, that Embrace it. Yeah. Embrace the mixed that's, community that's, that's and, and, well, and start focusing yeah, on the that's what, that's humanistic why community, right? Exactly, and, and stop. I think it takes care of everything else. And start stripping and stripping away the titles. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Well, this it is, doesn't mean lose your history, right? Your culture. Well, not, at not, not at all. Not at all. Not <clears throat> still still keep your culture intact, but take away the the stereotype of well, this is uh, that neighborhood, or right? This is that neighborhood. <laughs> right. Don't go down that street, right? Well, Martin Luther King Boulevard. I don't know about it's, y'all. It don't matter where you. Are. Yeah. So, <laughs> so as we exactly. embracing, you know, embracing like you say, like. Um, world community, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like like humanity, and I know motherfuckers might not like that kind of shit, but that's where it's that is where it's kind of that is the road is going down. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? To yep. embrace the community as a whole, and the community as a whole 
with every motherfucking body in the community. Right. All ethnic backgrounds, what color, whatever your persuasion is, whatever right. your persuasion is, whatever the fuck you do, you still need to be embraced yes. by everyone as a whole. And I think that's where we really need to get to. Yeah. And that's a part of the love movement. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, but how do we get there? How do we... And, and this has been... Well, um, go for it, bro. I was just going to say, how do we get there? It sounds like the people under 30 are off to a pretty good start by not yeah. listening to the media. Yeah. <laughs> you know what time. I mean? Yes. Like, that's part yes. of it, right? Huge because part of it. we yeah. are constantly being divided. Yeah. Yeah. Through yes. our subconscious, like well, either your subconscious you don't realize it and it's <laughs> infecting your mind, right. or you do see it and you're like fuck that, or yeah, you're like oh yeah rah rah. Unfortunately, there are people that way too. Yeah, but yeah, we have to all come together, multiculturals, and your community should be your community. It doesn't right. matter. We're all people. Right. Like if somebody <laughs> tells me, oh I saw this dude. Okay, that's cool. I saw, oh I saw this black. He was just a dude. Right. Right. You don't have to put right. a label on it. Right. 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 Just a dude. Right, like, right, right. Yeah, I mean. Destroying the media machine. Well, I mean, if you think about <laughs> it, like what we're talking about, which is happening with the gentrification and whatnot, and the younger generation, <laughs> yes. who seems to be, I won't never say colorblind, but they seem to be definitely more advanced than yeah, the generation. They're about prior. global. They're about global. They're about global. Um, you know, yeah. Right? So, what you got now <laughs> is you've got the elites or the powers that be or mm. whatnot seeing this happen. Mm -hmm. So, they're ramping up the division. They're right. ramping up the media. They're ramping up these things because they see what's happening. This right. younger generation don't give a fuck. You had white people, Asian people, every color in the world marching for George, the whole George Floyd situation hand in hand with others. Why? Because they, because the younger generation doesn't give a fuck. They don't. Right? No. So they need to ramp it up. Okay. The old conditioning ain't working. It ain't. You yep. need to come up with something new. <laughs> right. Exactly. And you're going to see it. And, you know, I think COVID's a big part of that as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, they call it the social cultural industry. That's a nice way to say race hustling. <laughs> <laughs> but, race hustling. Yeah, race hustling. But uh, it's called social cultural industry. And, like and wow. they're making a lot of money so off proper. of social cultural. That's what I say. I got to be. The, I got to say the nice one. Uh, but that's they're making a lot of money off of it. So, for instance, we're okay. talking about, you know, the community, right? Mm hmm. George Floyd, uh, they just did his verdict and said that without a shadow of a doubt, this man died from a knee on his back. I don't know if you guys watched the whole trial. I watched every single minute I, of it. I did not. The only reason why I watched every single minute of it is because I wanted to learn about police training. I wanted to learn more about why do police believe that they're justified when they're doing Like, why do they go to court and they're like... You know, yeah. like whatever. I'm right. like, well, how can they be so nonchalant? It's something going on. Like they're they're right. not just everybody say, oh, they're psychopathic killer. You're not a psychologist. Stop. Like, <laughs> like you can't diagnose. Stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, no like stop. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like, but why are they so sure about what they're doing? Right. Right. Had everybody watched this case without emotion, <laughs> they would have learned a lot from the defense. The defense was the one who sat there and put out all this information, right? I mean, they showed you de-escalation. They showed you how a person is behaving, how the cop is watching this body behavior and the eyes and the this and the that and what they need to do to de-escalate and bring it back up and bring it back down and bring it over to the side. All of this like two hours <laughs> uh -huh. of explaining how cops think. 
why would you not watch the two hours of how cops think if you got a problem with cops? Truth. Why, yeah. why you not why, watch? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Oh, if you have a problem shit. with police officers in your community, why are you not watching why these police officers think they're okay with what they're doing? They're that's not a, all crazy. That's a good question. So, so it's a culture. So, it's a culture. It's a culture. Like yeah. it's, a, it's it's a training thing. It's a training. It's a policy and procedure. Right. 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 Okay. Right. Okay. So what also was uncovered in 1995, the um, I forgot who put this. It was a journal. One uh-huh. of the journals from some legal journal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can you can look it up. <laughs> 1995. They put out a whole article about how prone asphyxiation was dangerous. So for the last 30 years, cops knew, trainers Uh knew, policy and procedure, Uh people who wrote these policies and procedures knew this was dangerous. Right, 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 right. But they were still using the technique. So so that's why it was um, the police force was up in arms about banning the chokehold. Right, because they're saying this is a technique that we've been that we've Using been taught uh-huh. that uh-huh. is going to help us stay alive. Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. so in my training and my policy and procedure, I'm not wrong. It is not against the law for me to go choke somebody up because the law says I can do it, uh-huh. and that's why they're all sitting in court with the, the smirk on their face because they're like, I follow policy and procedure, so you can't put me in jail. Right, right, right. And, okay, and, and yeah, and it usually goes that way because it's almost like. Well, up until up until the George um, Floyd situation, mm-hmm. not situation, but you know what I'm saying, um, it's it's always been like, well, fuck it, they gonna get off, right? They they right. gonna yeah. they gonna get off, they like, gonna get off, and and even now with this, um, uh, whatever the fuck his name is, um, now we're kind of like, well, what kind of time is he gonna get? What's, what is his sentencing going to look like? Well, yeah. the, the sentencing is, you know, that each, remember, there was more than one thing that he was charged with. So he yes, has three, three, three accounts, three accounts <clears throat> right? So uh, each account has like a, 40 years, one has five uh, years, one well, has 10 years. Oh, I, yeah. I'll, I'll say, though, because it, it also depends on whether they're going to run the sentencing concurrently uh-huh. or right. consecutively. Uh-huh. Right, exactly. Because if it's concurrently, then mm-hmm. he gets credit. It's only the maximum penalty will mm-hmm. be applied. Whatever one has the max the penalty, most, yeah. that will be it. Now, I'm seeing, and I just read something today. I actually got into an argument about the the situation with somebody today, and I'm not going to get too far into that. But nonetheless, I ended up doing a little bit more research than I had in the past, and I, I didn't really want to watch the trial. I, I know, I've been hard. trying to stay away from, like, low-frequency shit. Yeah, yeah like, it's, just it's hard. <laughs> fucking yeah. depressive-ass yeah, drama yeah, type, yeah, like, yeah. negativity. And, and I'm sorry, like, it's, it's a fucked-up situation. Don't they, get me they wrong. They call it black trauma porn. I, I, somebody God. did say that they and they and they compared it to the show. I, wow. I don't know if y'all have seen that, but the show them. Yeah, yes. they were saying that that's another black trauma point. Like I've never, trauma. I haven't I seen that. Yeah, I'm, trying I seen to, it either. I'm trying to watch that shit, and they say is well, I've been seeing a lot of clips for that shit, but I'm trying to watch this. It's, it's supposed to be good. It's good, but it's like it's, it's good if you it's like holding the motherfucker. It's good if you like horror. That's what it uh, is. But, uh, it's okay. a horror okay. film yeah, so I'm, I'm, with it's, cultural it's tones. Them? Yeah, okay. yeah. Them is a horror. It's a horror we're, we're show with in. cultural tones. Uh, it's kind of like American yeah. Horror Story, but for black folks. Like right. said in the like the late forties and fifties yeah. or some shit. Yeah, like a family moved to. Is, a, is it a Jordan Peele thing? No, no this is. Ain't that bad that I only did the one? Well, 
yeah. black yeah. director. But yeah, he's, he's been hitting the horror. He's been hitting the horror recently. Yeah, but it's only one. It's only one. It's only one. Because I thought he was redoing the Twilight Zone or something. He did it, and it was good. Shout out, shout out, Jordan Peele. Continue. But but no, I saw that they were saying that the recommendation at the current moment. Obviously, we don't know what it's going to be until sentencing comes back. But it's 12 and a half years, mm-hmm. which is total total. Mm-hmm. That's the recommendation right now. So obviously yeah. concurrent sentencing. Right. But they're saying that the second degree unintentional murder, which should be the top charge if yeah, third it's, degree. It's not, it's and, not first. Yeah. It's not first. Right. It's not first, yeah. but it's also unintentional. They have that caveat. You should in add there. hate crime to that shit, too, on the real. It's uh, not a hate crime. And, and I'll explain why. And this is what I'm talking about, about us as a community. It doesn't matter what color you are. Look up prone asphyxiation. Look up the deaths that have happened from prone asphyxiation. This is not about George Floyd. This is about people who have died 10, 20, and 30 years before George Floyd mm-hmm. who have died the exact same way as George Floyd died. For 10 minutes? Some of them longer. I don't know if you guys seen Tony Tempa. He was in Dallas, Texas. He had a knee on his back. The man had a mental health issue. He had uh, cocaine. At the bus stop. No, he wasn't at the bus stop. He was was actually, he called the police. Uh Uh-huh. And he was having a mental crisis. Mm. He took cocaine. He did not take his medication, but he told the police that. So the people inside of the um, gas station cuffed him. The security guards cuffed him. When the police got there to switch out the cuffs, they, they, you'll, you can see the video. They, they got him down to the ground, but he was wrestling a little bit. The man's ear was purple, and he wow. was not moving or breathing, and the cop was still there. Now, here's the question. <laughs> can your, did your knee cause that issue, or did your drugs, prior health inf- you know, situation – you know, if you have a heart attack, you have a heart attack. People who have heart problems know that they can't go running up no stairs. Right. They can't go running from no police. They know <laughs> that they got to take care of themselves. So the question <laughs> is, is it the knee or is it the, pri- the previous, you know, health conditions? Uh, Minneapolis PD, uh, ten- 2010, black male, YMCA, mental health issue. I- I'm not sure if he was on drugs or not. Died the same way, but he died a week later. But he still went unconscious mm-hmm. while and on the then, ground. And then come back? Minneapolis Police Department paid him $3 million. Paid his family $3 million. There was there was a gentleman in, um, in Dallas that was at a, at a bus stop. Uh-huh. And the um, police, they put they handcuffed him, put him, put him down, mm-hmm. face into the yeah, ground. Yeah, the prone. It's and, called prone asphyxiation. And yeah. he eventually, he passed from mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And you could hear the, the police officer standing over his body. They was kind of laughing. That's Tony Tempo. Oh, that yeah, is? Yeah, that's the white uh, you, the white man. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're, you're okay? And yeah. They kind of smacking him around, mm-hmm. trying to bring him back. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that, so that was the same That thing. was him, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. and uh, and his ear was purple, and you could right. see it in the video. Wow. So, yeah. the, so here's what I'm saying about our community. Yeah. There was a white guy. There was a black guy. You can um, Colorado just uncovered 117 deaths by prone asphyxiation. Uh, a couple of other states are starting to dig into. Well, the journalists are starting to dig into this way of dying to see. Well, just how many people died in our state. The the thing is, is that if you're gonna put a police officer up for the altar to slaughter, <laughs> you know, you you have to make something of it. Okay. You, you can't just sit there and say, vengeful, yes, 
he's put in jail. Yes, they're going to send to him 5,000 hours. You know, no, this is not about vengeance. This is about learning and about the community understanding that this is not just one one person's uh oh <laughs> one person's problem okay this is not just one race of people's problem this is actually a community issue this is where all people in the community need to go to their constituents uh their politicians their aldermans and mayors and, and police department and say okay listen we just learned you know about this from this trial i never even thought to look it up I just learned so much from that one trial about right. prone asphyxiation more than I had ever known. Now I know I can sit down and have a conversation with a police officer or a chief of police and say, it ain't working, bro. <laughs> you can say only 1% of people died from the, it ain't working in our community and we don't want it no more. Mm. But that's, I mean, that's how you approach that. Low key. It, it shouldn't be any because number one, the cop shouldn't be the one to carry out any sentencing of any sort. So they should all come back alive unless there is, and this is going to, uh, obviously this is all a matter of perspective, but mm -hmm. the actual fear of life, I mean, that, and unfortunately, a lot of people say that, you know, cops are easily fearful for their life, which you chose this line of work. I don't understand how. You know, there. I heard a woman say that uh, that the police uh, police officer's job is one of the uh, safest jobs in America. You know what? I, I mean, okay. I have not heard that, but I'm gonna have to look that. I up. did. Okay. And I was sitting there like, oh, I want girl. Yeah, oh, man. Now, the reason the reason I can I can not really dig that shit, but I can understand a statement like that is because you have. You're good. Okay. You have you have you have a taser, mm -hmm. you have a gun, mm -hmm. you have a bulletproof vest, mm -hmm. and one of the most important pieces of equipment is radio. Right. So you have maybe not backup. instant, maybe not instant backup, but you know backup is is on its way. Mm -hmm. So, and most of the time you have another. A partner with you, well, right? And a partner with you. Should anything go wrong, you've got a band of brothers that'll bury the shit. You've yeah, got yeah, the legal yeah. system on uh, your back. You've got, uh, yeah, there's yeah. all those fringe do. benefits so, that so, don't even involve you on the street. <laughs> so it's like right. A, B, you have all you this got shit. layers of safety. All, yeah, all yeah. this shit. And and then what's what's crazy to me is like the motherfuckers still be like, I fear for my life, mm -hmm. or or he was reaching for my gun. But it's almost like it's a it's a trained statement. Mm -hmm. Every time he was going for my gun, mm -hmm. I feared for my life. It doesn't matter what they had in their hand. It could be a book, a cell phone, yeah. uh, watching TV, right. sleeping in the bed, it's sleeping in the car. They fear for their life. Standard NRA <laughs> training, too. Yeah. If if you ever get into it, you're a concealed carry holder, mm -hmm. and you ever, the first thing a lawyer will tell you to say is, I feared for my life. Like yeah. As long as you say that and you can be convincing, yeah, then... I mean, and drag them into the yeah threshold. yeah oh yeah yeah you yeah. gotta get them through the door <laughs> right, right. Um, <laughs> right 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 if you right. know a couple cops they might testify the body was not moved hey, post mortem right. it's on your, <laughs> your property right, right, it's on right. your property you know what I'm saying but yeah, yeah. so uh, that's the first thing they tell you I feared for my life that is the trigger line uh, and the the cliche line of everybody who's ever killed somebody in self defense right well I think I mean taking race the golden statement. Taking race completely out of the equation here. Um, there's an issue with cops killing anybody. I mean, it's true. the end of the day, like, you don't see this in uh, most other countries that are developed. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? But that, I don't, uh, like UK, they don't even carry 
done. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Europe like, they're a part of the they, community. Yeah, they oh, but they still tons. complaining about what they call, they call them Europe. Caribbean. They don't call them black. They call them Caribbean something. The 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 you know the the melanin people over there. Oh, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Stripping race out of the. But they I'm just still talking, got problems. I'm, I'm just talking about cops. <laughs> yeah, they cops yeah. in general. They don't have a gun problem over across seas. They have they have a, a, knife, a problem. knife problem. Yeah, they yeah. over there slashing. <laughs> slice like, your ass up. Yeah, like, oh, it's serious. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah, the whole Jack it, the it Ripper is. thing. Yeah, it's serious. Yeah, yeah I, I, like I saw a motherfucker get killed with a machete. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's they got bikes and they was chasing them. Yeah. Yeah, they, and they hit him like before he got into the little store, yeah, and I guess they, they killed him yeah. with a fucking long knife. Yeah, shit, they on some other shit over there. So you don't need it. Look like a sword, katana <laughs> yeah. type shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they, they swing this around like Jet Li would. It's right. real. It's real. It's real. Yeah, they it's on real. some other shit. <laughs> so the real question is: is is and this is this is going to be a debatable topic here. I can tell. I know. I know y'all. <laughs> What's the is, TV show? Friends or the Cosby show? Oh, Liz, did, you, did you see my thing? Uh, it, it I'm was, sorry. We're I, going back to that. I should have got something to say. No. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just it's fucking all good. It's all I should have did that show. Okay, no, go ahead. Good. 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 Sorry, sorry, so is the whole cop situation in America right now, is it really a race thing? Is it really a training <laughs> thing? Or is it just blown up by the media to once again divide? I'll go last, even though I am the woman in the room. No, uh, no, you, shit, you, you I kinda, go ahead. You led. Yeah, I kind of say it's all of the above. I would, I would mark. Um, I agree. E. Oh. E? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. How, would you, how would you rank it? Then? Or, or D, okay. all of the above. Okay. What I about agree. you, man? What about you? Eclipse. Hey, I, I'm gonna say it's all of the above, but I'll kind of elaborate a little more. Sure. So, is it a matter of the the training? Is it a matter of race, or is it a matter of the media? Well, the media perpetuates the cycle by continuing to talk about race and add a label to every single thing that happens, whether it be uh, class, whether it be race, whether it be religion, like there's always a tagline in every headline. Right. Right. It's almost like they want you to click based on what you specifically right. hate right. or yep. what you specifically <laughs> feel. They want to trigger you going into the article. That's right. What was no, that? What was yeah, that article? That article I posted in the group about um, where they were labeling that guy a follower of Louis Farrakhan. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, that was crazy. Like, what what the fuck do I do? Exactly. If that's the case, I'm a follower of Louis Farrakhan too. Hey, but up in Chicago that, when he was on TV every right. single yep. weekend. Like, yeah, that's on. how they, that's how they, they point so you. Yeah. They get the narrative. That's how they pull yeah. you in too because yeah. that's how they get the click and that's like, how they can oh. sell their ads. Right. Yeah. It's part of the nation of Israel. Right. Yeah. So they play on your predispositions. They yeah. play on your predispositions. They play nice. on exactly what you already have in your head. Your perspective is they make it relevant to you right? and they make you feel a certain way right up front with the headline. Yeah. Then you've got the, the matter of training. I mean, she was saying they banned it 30 years ago. They didn't ban it. Or they just told they, them it was wrong. Oh, no. It they was, informed them that it was it wrong. Was some 30 I years mean, ago. we're yeah. still yeah. doing it. Yeah. So, yeah, oh, yeah, training yeah, is yeah. fucking an issue. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. I think I think one of the issues is, is the disciplinary problems behind the killings. That as well. There's no accountability. Right. Yeah. That, or, or little. I still, 100%. I still think there needs to be a third party at every at every single um, major to major precinct that comes yeah. in and does some type of audit or something. So what, what, what would you do like to IA affairs. though? Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, what would you, they're not IA. working, but they're internal not affairs is, is still a internal affairs is still a part of the same system though. I'm yeah, talking about a third is. party. Well, I, 
But well, now I'm, you're talking about outsourcing, and you saw what the prison system got when they outsourced. So that right I don't there. know about that. <laughs> yeah. True that. True you know, that. I, that right there. I mean, we we gotta we, we gotta figure it out. Obviously, the answer is not going to come from us sitting around this. Although it might. Sure, it might. But, yeah, just yeah. Just say, hey, it might. We, we but came up with solutions yeah. before already. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. So, like so there, there's that, and yeah, to your point, third party, yes, but who would that third party be? Like, like I said, yeah. greed controls this fucking country. It, it doesn't. Money speaks, and yes. that's it. Money and power. If you got it, then you. It doesn't matter what color, race, creed. That's right. Uh, fucking these days, gender. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter what you are, who you are. You could be an alien from fucking Mars, but <laughs> no, you got right. more money than the guy that you're talking to. <laughs> yeah. There's a way out. Yep. <laughs> Truth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think um, third party. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's still it's it's still uh pretty fucking racial. Because if you if you really get to the bottom of where the police came from, why they were created, what their what their initial mission statement was, mm-hmm. it was to catch um slaves or people of color stealing white people's shit See? back in the slavery era time yep. and, and keep everything copacetic, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So until until we deal with that aspect of who the fuck the police are and and they were yeah. designed and then are protected by the powers to be government, whatever the fuck it is, mm-hmm. to the police system is America's pit bull puppies, basically. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So their protection system. So until we dismantle that bullshit. Yeah. Well you know I'm mean, saying real real quick, um, People out there, like us, us citizens, we need to quit high um, holding police to a higher standard. Right. Like yeah. they're not above us; they are right. they are public servants. Like we yes. pay them. Technically. Yeah, and that's what I yeah, said. Yeah, but they, don't tell them that. But right, but they, <laughs> know, they need to but, understand. But yeah, they, no no yes. police officers on a higher level of consciousness than you are. That, that right. they think it's so and so so stringed focused that you know they're not going to make we mistakes. want them. Right. We expect yeah. them to be that way. Look, like I respect. But, the police look I, I don't want to be a police officer like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying that's you know and I understand you there are situations mean? where they put their life on the line so yeah, I respect yeah, it but absolutely. at the same time I'm not going to bow down to you you're not um, at a higher rank than me you're not you're no. not someone I need to look up to you are an equal just like I am yeah. so if I'm not doing something wrong and you say I'm doing something wrong mm-hmm. I have every right to voice my opinion right. I have every right to defend myself just like right. you have every right to defend yourself right. I'll, I'll bring it back to this uh, I, I don't know if it's a proverb if it's an old adage I don't know what label to put on it but I'll sign Julie I'll tell you <laughs> yeah no I'm actually yeah Shit. so that, that, uh, that trigger word proverb yeah, right? Right? there we go <laughs> I told you I ain't going to that you ain't got a thumb thug here. Shit. <laughs> but Shit. absolute power corrupts absolutely. There, Once a person starts feeling a certain level of power and lets the ego take over right. and lets themselves under or start to feel like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I am in charge. Right. It's it's it's, it's a, over. Yeah, it's, it's over for that person, especially and that, that level yeah. of entitlement. Yeah, yeah. Well, entitlement. That's the other thing too. Nah. Yep, entitlement. I think it's so, authority. Uh, the authority. Right. Yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you out, but no, I think ahead, it's I think it's um, it's it's their their craving for authority because that's that kind of always seems to go like um, you're gonna listen to me, you're gonna respect the badge, you're gonna respect the um, uniform. Yep, and. 
we're we're gonna disrespect your human rights. We don't give a fuck about that shit mm-hmm. because right. we're upholding the law. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And now, you got a and you got a huge Now that's not saying there's not good cops, bad cops. You know what I'm saying? Right. Not everybody goes by the same code of ethics. Right. That's what I want to say about that shit. I'm going to let you go because yeah. you're about to take over. I know you're about to, <laughs> to bombard us. Listen, I ain't got to use my thumb. Yeah. Give me this mic, that okay? Proverbs. <laughs> I got my diaphragm warmed up. It's not a proverb. It, it's probably a very good wise. A wise, a wise like an a, old like, adage or yeah, something like that. Yeah. But it's very wise. Yeah. You know, it's, right. it's, it's contrary. It, like, it, I mean, not contrary. It's, it complements what you know the Bible is trying to say about you being as a human being. Um, <laughs> that threw me off a little bit. I'm sorry. Anyway, Wait, no, you're good, you're good, you're hold good. on. I'm sorry. I got to ask one question now because she just said. So when I say that it was a proverb, does that automatically mean that it, like, are all proverbs stemming well, remember, from religion? Remember, I'm though, curious. remember we use the English term proverb, so a proverb can mean something wise. You know, when somebody mm-hmm. says something wise. I was just curious because but, I, um, but I you had mentioned you, the religion thing, and I was like, yeah. does that? It, so are all proverbs stemming from religion? Now I'm curious. Uh, no, I, I don't think so. I just think it's from wisdom. You know what okay. they call it, carne. You know the gray hairs in your head. It's that, that's wisdom. I'm showing my wisdom right now. You know, I got <laughs> right. <laughs> but you know, your wisdom is because you've gone through you know a certain period in your life, and you understand. Okay, well, that's not going to get you anywhere. So it's like it's kind of like a proverb when you t- when you speak about wisdom or you speak about doing something that's going to help you get further in life. No, that makes sense. So that's what all of Proverbs is, technically. It was written by someone else, but that's what Proverbs is. It's about being, you know, smart about what you're doing. Written by a person, just... You might want to move that board. I know, right? No, we, we, we ain't got five we ain't hours. Got, we ain't got that much time. That'll be next episode. Yeah, right. um, what I was going to say was, like, kind of piggybacking off what you were talking about, and, and, I, and I'll let you get to no, your no, point, no, too, yeah. um, is that when you, when you talk about the badge... And when people talk about the badge and they talk about back in the blue and they talk about blue lives matter mm-hmm. and they talk and you had, you know, 45 talking about, you know, what I'm saying we got to back our police <laughs> and, you know, putting police on this pedestal. All of a sudden you have a huge demographic of the country right. that are looking that are conditioned to think right. that police are up here and mm-hmm. you're down here. Mm-hmm. So automatically that causes division when something like George Floyd or mm-hmm. the, the gentleman you were speaking, Tempa, Tempa yeah, yeah or, or anybody, black, white, yellow, mm-hmm. gay, Any color. straight, yeah, it doesn't whatever. matter yeah. <laughs> because all of a sudden, and, and if you jump in a, a Fox News discussion or a CNN discussion, all you start to see is, well, he shouldn't have did this. Well, he yeah. should have yeah. just Should have, could have, would have. He should have complied. They should have resisted well, the police. The, the should have, yeah. could have, would have theory. <laughs> and that comes to that pedestal that they put police on because right. there isn't a shouldn't have, could have, would have. There's right. situations. Right. Now, if you punch a cop in the face and he punches you back right. or you pull a knife out on a cop and right. he shoots you. Right. Then, then, then I understand. Be careful, because that happened. I, no, 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 I know that way. <laughs> Col- Col- yeah. Columbus? No, not Columbus. The, the that was your old little girl? The se- I think she yeah. was 17. Uh, she was 16 yeah. or 17. No, not Columbus. I'm not even talking about Columbus. That's no, something that, else. Okay. She pulled a knife on another lady. Yeah, that was right. protection but, of the other life. But, but right. is, that, is that like... Are you talking about the police that shot the little girl? There was a 17-year-old girl. I think she was Spanish, and she was having a mental crisis. And she had a a, a knife, and the police kept backing up, backing up, backing up, backing right. up. And the girl kept walking towards him. Okay, okay. No, and so I'm then sorry. she chased. She went to go run after him, and he shot her four times. Where did he shoot her? Uh, in the chest. 
And that's, she had a knife. That's she had a knife. Where they, they, okay. they can shoot her in the hand. That's, or the well, that's usually where they aim. They don't. They aim again, for the chest. they aim to kill. This is what that's I'm talking about. Or, and, well, or hold on. So they, they don't aim well, they to aim kill. The they aim for the biggest target. Right. Which you're taught that also as you say, a you civilian. They, they don't aim to kill. No, you're taught as a civilian when you shoot a gun to aim for the biggest target because you're so nervous that you don't want to try to aim for an arm or a leg or anything like that because you're not good at shooting. Already, but the but police officers are trained, but right because they're trained to stop you from doing whatever the heck it is you're doing. Right, yeah. <laughs> so but I, so I'm waving a knife. Four four bullets in the chest usually stop somebody. <laughs> yeah, when they stop her. Now she lived. This young lady lived, but thank, she thank did get shot, and she was having a mental crisis. A lot of this stuff is happening through mental crisis. Yeah, because because sure. the police. I'm sorry, the police police um obviously are not trained to deal with. Um, mental. civilians mental health. that have mental health issues. Yeah. They're trying because, not because it's a it's a it's, yeah it's a big thing in in, in our community. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, a big thing. They, when when the people call the police, yeah, uh, because they have a a, a family member mm-hmm. that has some kind of mental disorder, right? Um, and like it's almost like not nine times out of ten, but the majority, the police come up to de- de-escalate the situation, mm-hmm. but the person with the mil- Mental illness usually it ends up getting killed, right? And and that's that's how they excuse me. That's how they nullify the situation. It's killing them. Not mm-hmm. not trying to understand or not trying not trying to reason or anything like they just. Mm-hmm. Um, are, were you done with what you were? I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready for you, girl. Um, just really quick on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is uh, I don't know if it's Netflix or Amazon. I watched it a while ago, but there is a documentary. I think it's about the Dallas Police Department oh. that oh, went shit. out and they actually didn't have any training money to do this, so they actually did overtime and just spent their off time uh, putting together a program. Uh, for mental health issues, because this this wasn't you know this it was starting to get really heightened right. in the news about mental health and how that these people were getting killed. And so it, it's with Dallas, the, P, the police department, but they're the ones who started the whole thing. They had to go out and get uh, what you call it? Statistical information and stuff like right. that. So they went out and, and they took all their extra time to go do that. It's a great documentary. I think, you know, if you should watch it to understand again, to understand what police are trying to do to help the situation. Right. Right. Um, so going back to what you guys were saying, the reason why I said I wanted to go last is because I want us to all understand that every man and woman that put on that uniform is a human first. Yeah, absolutely. Okay? Absolutely. My, yeah, absolutely. My, go ahead. My, and say my, what you my, well, my, Okay, my cousin um, that passed away was a police officer. Okay. You know, and, yeah. um, you know, because, you know, my, my um, you know, I, I don't, you know what I'm saying, how I felt about the police. Right, you the know police department and it's, yeah, it's a certain way. Right. But, you know, so my cousin, you know, he, right. he, he sat me down and, and um, mm-hmm. he, he connected me to the, the human aspect of yeah. the police department. You know yeah. what I'm saying? His friends, his buddies. And um, so he, he made me understand, you know, like, well, you know, at the end of the day, they, they just regular people doing their job right. and, and they want to come home to their families yes. as well. Yes. So, I mean, you know, um, you know, shout out to that. You know right. what I'm saying? But, but I think it's unfair if black people are asking all other people of color, please do not treat me by the color of my skin. Don't treat a policeman by the color of his uniform. It's the exact same thing. You cannot be prejudiced towards 
a, a general population of people for one job that they have. But, well, skin color is different. Skin than, color is not different than, than because uniform. that uniform is just like a skin color. It's like no, you being, no, it's no, like. But no, you made I'm, the choice. I'm going to have to disagree with you on that shit for the simple fact that it's a uniform just like. When I was in the Navy, I wore Navy Yeah, blues. you wore your Navy uniform. Uh, Army motherfuckers, they wore their BDUs. They dressed mm-hmm. camouflage. Did you ever get screamed at in the street? Which you, when, did you ever have your uniform on in a civilian situation where you got screamed at and cursed at? F you military people. All you do is go over there to, me, to other people's country and me, blah, 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 me blah, personally, <laughs> me, me personally. Me personally, I did. Mm-hmm. We did in Japan. Uh-huh. Um, we did in the Middle East a little bit, mm-hmm. but but there was there was reasoning behind that. Right. Uh, we pulled in from you know our six month cruise, right. and you know we caught a lot of flack. There was um there was times that we were um we weren't allowed to go beyond the pier mm-hmm. and um, Jabali. Yeah. You know what I'm saying because of certain things that happened, so they were kidnapping us. Oh. And killing us and shit. Oh. So we were debriefed about that. Okay. <clears throat> Don't go out in town. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Then in Japan, we had we had um, issues in Japan mm-hmm. um, because we were nuclear propulsion. Okay. So there was a lot of protesting about that. Right. Um, as far as in the States go, uh-huh. uh, with my uniform on, uh-huh. I got a lot of respect. Uh-huh. Um, with my uniform off, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so to have people yelling and, and cussing and screaming, not my generation, but a lot of a lot of people from um, the Vietnam era, yes. they they really <laughs> they got a, they um, experienced got a, type of a lot yeah. of that. Yeah, um, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, African Americans and, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. uh, whatever the other ones. Yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying. All of them. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, all of them. All of them. You know what I'm saying because. Um, since the inception of the military, mm-hmm. it hasn't been fair to us African Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were always treated differently, but we were, you know, what I'm saying, expendable when it was time to have bodies killed or whatever. Right, happened. I know what you're talking about, Civil War. Yeah, yeah so that, oh, yeah. that shit right Front there. Line. Yeah, so mm-hmm. so you know, what I'm saying, so it's it's you know, it's a long history, and you got to kind of tap into all that shit. Right, it is a long history, and you do have to tap into it. But how fair is it for someone, whether it's the color of your skin or the uniform you wear, to say generally all police officers are pigs? You're right. All people it's, it's, in the military, yeah, all they yeah, want to do is go over to somebody else's country and take over. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not fair. That's completely unfair. Because every single police officer, whether they're a b-hole, booty hole or not, yeah. you know, they... You, you cannot generalize. Yeah, They're doing yeah. their job, right? But it's a stereotype. Yeah. It is a stereotype. Yeah. And I, I believe it's that... Like all politicians lie. Right. What it all, is. Sales, but, <laughs> all salesmen are sleazy. Right. Well, there's a lot of validity in that shit. Though. I mean, because we can... Okay, we can find ten lines. We can find ten lines, and we can bring them up on YouTube and show them their own receipts, and they're gonna lie still. We can find seven (laughs) sleazy car salesmen. We can find them. I think I know a few. Yeah, they got them. Um, uh, so so my point is is that where does this emotion take you how does it solve anything how does it get you into your community how does it get you in the police chief's face saying listen 
I, you know, if it's affecting one race, it's going to affect another because you out here shooting and killing, acting like you don't have a law yourself. And we need to fix this. Right. OK, yeah. Yeah. when I was growing up in the 80s, the police officers are the people that you ran to. The police officers that you asked for two dollars when you want to go to the store and get something to eat. Like, because <laughs> you know, they got a job because they got on a uniform. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like the police officers were very different before September 11th. Oh, OK. Yeah. After Ooh. September 11th, it became soldiers. Yeah. Okay. And so. Police state. Yes. Police state. Yeah. We know it, but we still have. <laughs> listen, we still got these humans in these uniforms. Uh -huh. All right. And the only way there, there's police officers that are afraid of themselves. I'm like, how are you on a police before and you afraid of a police officer? Yeah. Uh, I don't get it. Corrupted police. Oh, no, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of, you know what I'm saying? So I understand that. But at the same time, it's like, come on, like something does have to be done. But the first thing you can't keep doing is promoting that it's a racial issue when it's a human sorry i got really i got really passionate i could dig that it's a human I could dig issue that. it is a human issue how do we make sure that police officers go home every night to their family okay and then how do we make sure that when the real unlawful people whether you're sitting in your car you're being lawful and then all of a sudden you decide to not be lawful anymore Wow. How do we protect the police officer who's there to tell you the law and to give you in your infraction in the law or to do whatever he's got to do based on the law? But how do we make sure that that person gets home safe? How do you change training policy and procedure to make sure the reason why that prone asphyxiation was put into place was because they said it was the safest for the civilian and the police officer. That's what they said. So the question is, if they believe that's the safest way for both of us to get home, where do we find out, where do we find the disconnection, okay? You understand what I'm saying? No. We have to start, we, because I watch a lot of black community uh, podcasts, okay? And they always start off with white supremacy, um, the, the systemic racism, and what's the third one? <laughs> Indoctrination. Uh, Indoctrination. Basically, they the whole like it's like a two hour podcast, and they don't come up with a solution till the last fifteen minutes. But the whole hour and a half, they talked about how they were specialists in what white people do. Okay, they were they were they. I'm serious. I'm sorry, not to make you feel, no. This is this is not to be racist. I'm just what do talking, I do? <laughs> appar apparently, a whole lot. I'm thinking like what what is, what is the name of this? this podcast there's a lot of them out there right okay, okay. it's a lot of them and and where i where i have a problem with and and what i'm saying is is not that with white people right no i do not have a problem with white people at all whatsoever what i have a problem with is our community constantly having this conversation of defeatist words you're already defeated the tower of babylon is so high you're never going to get to the top the what the tower of babylon look it up <laughs> He's gonna write that down. <laughs> write that down. The tower. Okay, yeah. so so oh, real Babylon. quick, they built a tower so high they were trying to get to God. Who? Who's they? 
these people. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on. Wait a minute. Are you sure it wasn't them people? Wait a minute, hold on, hold on, because we finna run this motherfucker to a whole nother. We only paid for two hours tonight. We finna, we finna run this into the whole motherfucking. Okay. But, uh, but, but let me let me let me, let me get you to the point because I need yeah, you to look yeah, up yeah, Tower yeah. of Babylon if you want to understand. Tower of Babylon. Tower of Babylon, and they built this tower so how they were trying to get to, to the word to Babel God. came from. Everybody. Yes. Huh? Uh, the word Babel. Yeah. So God oh, okay. said that you the can't. The, no, no, no. The the, the word. But yeah. The all word, of us speak a different yeah, language yeah. because right. of this tower. Yeah. So God said you can't get up here. Not that way. <laughs> yeah. So he he knocked down the the tower and he made everybody speak a different language. Okay, so, they so that's what they understand each other. So they couldn't understand each other and could keep building. Yep. Now, what I'm saying is, is that, in, in, and I'm talking about specifically the black community. When you say, "Oh, police are pigs," that was the third thing. Right. So white supremacy, uh, systemic racism, police are pigs. You already have the Tower of Babylon standing at your feet. Good luck getting over it. It's a defeatist way. Listen, in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, I totally understand Black Panthers and Malcolm X and all of these people. I totally understand them bringing this information to the black community so they could have. They was getting treated really unfairly. Who? By the police officers who, being who sprayed. And, and like, like, it wasn't even. Who was getting treated unfairly? Black people. When? In the 40s, 50s, and 60s. When did it stop? I want to say one thing but before mm-hmm. that because that that's where to bring it back to what you said is it a racial issue that's what and I'm getting as at. recent as the <laughs> 40s 50s 60s right yeah how are cops or how how do people move through the chain of command they put in seniority they have to do this that mm-hmm. so it's run just like all corporate America by old white men so, no. so we're talking okay, about people. Who, um, okay, so what about, about the people? black? T- okay, so here's okay, where I have okay. another problem. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Here's wait, wait, where wait, I have another okay. issue. Give me one second. Okay. Because what we were talking about just a few minutes ago, one way that we can do that shit is get rid of the old guard. Yes. Go. But what, what I'm saying is, it's like coming out of the academy. You're a baby. You're trying to put in your 20. You want to retire. You're not, coming not out at happen. like 40, maybe right, 45, right. right? But you were. When I was a teenager, I was fucking influenceable. Like, what, what's the fucking word? I can't even think of the word right now. I'm, I'm just going. The, I know you could be about. molded into whatever <laughs> they wanted you to be. So the chain of command itself Program. came, yet yeah, programmable. Uh, that's not the word I was looking for, but that worked. Nope. That, anyway, so you could continue to progress. You, you could continue to progress. Impressionable. That's the word. There you go. I was hella impressionable. Thank you, Sanjali. So you're talking about people who moved up the chain of command from those eras that right. are training the new right. cops that are coming in that are hella impressionable. Okay. So it's almost the culture. You, yes. Almost. It is the culture. Well, yeah, it, it is, is, the, culture, it is yeah. the culture. That that By definition, you're absolutely right. That's the culture. So they lay on what they used to do, and obviously restrictions get tighter and tighter over time. Mm-hmm. But then your commanding officer's like, well, you know, back in my day, mm-hmm. I did this. So it's okay. I'll let it slide this time. It's, just don't okay. do it. Like it's, it's just it's all systems. It's systems. Right? Okay. Systemic. But, yes, yes. It's it totally is systemic. If you go to college, like if, if you go to college, is let's say you go to Duke University, right? Mm-hmm. And you play for the lacrosse team. Right. And you got the seniors of the lacrosse team. They're going to put you through hazing and they're going right. to put you through their culture. Right. And it's going to mm-hmm. continue for decades and yep. generations and generations. Same right. fucking thing with, with Okay, police. but you also have to understand that 
in that generation, there were no black police officers. There were no Latino police officers. There were no female police <laughs> right. officers. Because y'all, don't, we don't never talk about women wait and now, all the stuff on, that they had now, to go through, on, okay? <laughs> um, but really quick, what I, what I just wanted to say was that you know, at this point, we do have black police officers. There was a black female ch- police chief of Dallas, Texas. There was a black police. You cannot say that all those people are in doctrine. Now, don't get me wrong. When I wrote that article uh, just about, you know, when you call somebody colonized and you colonized, too. Uh-huh. How you, you co- indoctrination is <laughs> being a bully. Yeah. Mini, mini book. <laughs> mini book. Yeah, yeah, my mini book. Yes, yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was part five yeah, 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 yeah. Um, of my thumb thugging. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, what I was saying was, is how can one person call another person colonized when we're both from a colonized country? Right. Now, I get it. I'm not saying that people don't, you know, follow suit or try to blend in. I'm not saying that either. But I'm also saying that I met assimilation, assimilation, if you want to call it. But we all assimilated because we speak English. OK. 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 okay. So we all say if you do not speak a second language, you are fully assimilated. Mm. Okay. Okay. So stop it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like we're we're just bringing up this stuff that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. It's not going to get us anywhere. Everybody knows, you know, and can hear and have been taught, you know, from history about white supremacy and all this stuff like that. But at the end of the day, this generation, these millennials, they don't want to hear about that mess. Nah. And what they're saying is they're trying to get on TikTok. They're trying to get on TikTok. They try to do the next challenge. They try to to, uh, print socks and be rich. You know, like they. They are not listening yeah. to that and, and right. for for good reason. Yeah. You yeah. really have to think about it. How am I harming my community by telling them this over and over and over again? The trauma. How many times do you tell a person we've been traumatized, we've been traumatized, we've been traumatized, we've been traumatized. You know? Very hypothetical and 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 we're gonna have to shut it down yeah. after this. But oh, like yeah. if if I'll ask everybody here. Yeah. If you had the choice to literally have everybody have amnesia tomorrow and not remember anything that happened prior, would not remember what culture is, not remember what color you are, what anything like that, any type of division, would you do it? I'm going to say no. Uh, there is nothing wrong with being a different skin color. There is nothing wrong with having different culture. I didn't learn how to make flour tortillas. I didn't learn how to make kimbab. I didn't learn how to make uh, that Mozambique sauce that I put in that is from was from Portugal, but it's actually from Africa. Right. But I learned how to make Mozambique sauce. I've learned how to cook through culture. So I have no issues with uh, people having diversity. I have no issue with people having different cultural values. Right, but if you could choose... You have what's going on in society today with uh-huh. division and hate and, and everything we've talked about for the last mm-hmm. hour versus we might we might lose those things that you talked about. No, I wouldn't be willing to lose culture over, okay. you know, those things. I think that uh, I think that we are human beings and we do think think critically. And I think a lot of people are not. They are no longer thinking critically. They're thinking with full blown emotion and hate and vengeance. And so that stops them from actually seeing through all the mess and getting to the point. Word. So I'd, I'd also agree. I'd, I wouldn't do it. And the reason why is because I think there's obviously a, a better solution and it comes with the narratives that we're being fed. Right. So they say as individuals, we are all intelligent in our own way. Right. Right. But as groups and as the groups amass, mm-hmm. we get dumber. 
<laughs> I mean, it's just the way it is. Yeah. The riots don't happen with two, three people. Yeah, that is true. They happen in large mass groups when mm-hmm. you can fly under the radar of the of everybody because you're a part of this group. So now it's the whole group that you're representing as opposed to just your individual self. Mm-hmm. So obviously the media, media plays to that, and that's what they want to continue to cause the divide for. So I don't think giving everybody amnesia, obviously giving everybody amnesia, I think would bring people together because now <coughs> we got to learn how to fucking milk a cow again. Like the, we got to learn Man, planting we, we seeds. Really, we don't really want to drink dairy. Hell, like, you know no, what? I don't want to milk no, a cow. That's fine. <laughs> but hey, guess what? You know what we're going to give the plants? Yeah. Mondo or Brondo because it's what plants crave. If we Bondo? give everybody Brondo from Idiocracy, you, you guys uh, ever seen I that? I saw that movie. Brondo, great movie. Brondo, <laughs> it's what plants crave. That's what happens if you give everybody amnesia, right? right? So we we won't understand simple <laughs> simple shit. It's from the it's from is it the like movie. plant food or some shit. What? Okay, Brondo. No, right, no, Brondo is okay. It's like Gatorade. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, speak. Um, look, I would say to the amnesia question, right? I would say yes, I would do it. You know okay. okay. If uh, if if it would erase the deadly disease plague of racism, I'm all in for it. There, there, but you up. won't know that until tomorrow. Ooh. And actually, if, you still may never know because you don't know what the question racism, was yesterday. But, what but was if, that? We're going to continue this because I, yeah. I would do it too. Yeah. I, I would do the amnesia. And yeah. we, don't, we don't have enough time to jump into it. But That's before we go, shout out, man, like um, your your social plugs, everything you got going on real quick. Um Hashtag at Dead by Design Productions. Dead by Design? Dead by Design. I, I want to shout y'all out. Oh, Fuck that. Uh, that's some beautiful, beautiful uh, shit. Minds like yeah. minds. Hashtag, Hashtag minds like chef minds. the definition. Hashtag, you know, all these beautiful fucking people in this room. Right? <laughs> oh I, and, you know, and for all of us old school people that were that started with you guys, you know, you've moved over to the podcast. So make sure everybody that, you know, the old school people, make sure y'all move over to the podcast side as we ain't going to get to you know, see nothing. We got a lot of things in play right now. Yeah, okay, okay. I appreciate both you guys. I actually want to have you guys back. This was amazing. Yeah, this this is kind of the format we wanted to get back to. We didn't finish. Um, I know. We We didn't even talk about religion. I know. We didn't get Y'all gonna make me bring my Bible up in here. No, please do. Please do. All right. Uh, Final words, final words. (laughs) Uh, Thank y'all for coming out. Highly appreciate y'all being part of the team, our assistant producer. Good to have you in the building. Darko. Um, Darko. Let's push love, bro. Push love. Yes. Push love. Sisters, love. Minds like mine's 50th episode. We're out. Peace. Peace. Peace.